On this week's episode of Miracles and Rivalries, we talk about the lackluster World Series, college football's last month, going 70%, college football playoff talk, and then, of course, our picks. Let's ride. I see your dirty face high behind your collar. Right, cowboy. That's a uh, we got a segue from what we were talking about prior, which is not appropriate for the podcast, into uh, World Series talk. So I'll let you segue because I don't really know how to even start. I mean, that was kind of the point of why I had on the show today. Is hand up. Uh, I I didn't watch a single pitch of the World Series. Didn't, I, didn't even watch. I know the Rangers won last night. They yeah. won series four to one, right? Yeah. Or did, was it? Yeah, it was four to one. So yeah, four to four to one. Um, I cool. guess a good seg- segue would be on game four, either game three or game four. They were hitting a lot of bombs. Whatever, whatever game was eleven to seven. I did watch about half of that. That was entertaining. I was very much. I was like, okay, this is cool. Like a lot of home runs. A lot of action. That was the only game I watched. They they that, won six to five, lost nine to one, won three to one, won eleven to seven, won five nothing. So yeah, I watched game four then. Yeah. So the uh, the stickball sport is uh, is done for the year. I yeah. I didn't watch any of the series though. I just yeah. one throw it out there, and obviously uh, it was like one of the least watched World Series. As far as ratings go, it did pretty poorly. Uh, and I just think that's because America loves football. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's tough when, I don't know the timing of the games, like the Saturday game, silly. Was there a game on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. It went against like college football, Monday night football. I knew, I knew Monday night football was on there too. That was one. I I don't think I watched that. uh, You had all four big major four sports are playing. That was Definitely the true too. sports equinox. Oh, speaking yeah. of that, so this is, I totally, I forgot to tell you this for like three or four weeks. I think it was like three or four weeks ago. You told it, you told me that it was a sports equinox. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it was, pre, it was preseason basketball. I got, I put the card ahead of the horse. Yeah. And I was so confused because I had thought the NBA season started. So I kept looking at the ESPN uh, like records for NBA. That was just preseason records. And I was really confused when it reset, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I put the card ahead of the horse. I was just excited that all four – I could gamble on all four sports. Yeah, that's okay. That's, but, that's what happened. Degeneracy will get you every now and then, yeah. and uh, it got me then. But, yeah, yeah and all that to say, really low-rated World Series, and I'm sure if you're a baseball nut and you're really invested, uh, you would you'd probably hate that opinion, but – Oh no! It's like football has you know made narrative and a push to be you know on TV on at least the four letter network probably every night of the week. Yeah, I mean, 
with with college football Saturday, NFL Sunday, Monday Night Football, Maction, and CUSA during the week. Um, G5 schools are filling up the midweek games. You're getting at least one or two a night. Then you get Thursday night football. Friday night, you have more college games, and they're featuring, you know, more high school games nationally now. And then it's like all of that sounds so much more appealing to me than baseball. Yeah. 99.9% of the time. Oh, so I would rather watch Central Michigan versus Northern Illinois in the snow. Series game four. Does that make me a bad American? I don't know, but I won money on that game, so it's cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I completely agree. Um, it, it it's kind of I think it's kind of funny because baseball and this will be the end of the baseball talk, but they changed the rules to become more exciting and to get more ratings. Which during the regular season, I, I think that, I read it helped. That it did help, but. I feel like your showcase is the postseason and your your championship series, and when that's like when that's lackluster, and it comes falls short, like what what was the point? Like <laughs> it, it ran into the same buzzsaw that was football, yeah. and you got you yeah. got at least one team, if not both teams, that don't nationally jump off the. Yeah, I really think if you would have had the Braves or Phillies. In the yep. World Series, it would have been a very different outcome. I agree. With, oh yeah, as far as viewership goes. Yeah. Um, so there's something to be said about what market you pull in. I, I get that, but um, no, during the summer months when there's nothing on, and baseball becomes more exciting, so people are more likely to maybe watch that instead of just reruns of you know The Office on Netflix. Like, sure, like that's what you know, I watch more. What if they change yeah. baseball to first first uh, pitch of the season, the Monday after the Super Bowl, the World Series is the week before? Uh, too cold. It's too cold in half the markets for that. Yeah. That's the problem. They have such a long season that they have to, like, you're kind of cutting corners on, you know, end of winter, you know, deep in the fall. It's, you're kind of is there. Yeah, that's, I, that's I've always the thought. Issue. I mean, half the market still got will still get snow early in the year. Yeah, I've always said they should cut the season. I'd 162 games. I mean, you can cut two months off that and still. And I've always thought in my mind, the more that creates more of a demand for your product. I know you're not selling as many tickets for seats, but yeah. <sighs> Your your money's the coming owner, from the TV. owners will never want less games because they yeah. you know already stole billions of dollars from taxpayers to build these fancy ass stadiums. Not look, and you know they they want as many home games as possible to try to fill it up and sell their forty five dollar yeah. beers and seventy dollar pretzel hot dog burger hybrid things. And um, you're right, they're never going to want less home games. That's but I think ultimately, I think baseball, the sport, would benefit from a 130-game season. Basically, chop, chop five to six, five and a half weeks off the season, and wrap your postseason up earlier, so where you're not head to head this deep into football season. Yeah, the baseball, the sport, would benefit, but baseball, as far as the owners and their money, would suffer, and there would never. 
they would never go for that. Yeah. Yeah. At so, the end of the day, it's all about money and yeah, you know, the stadiums and it's yeah. That's why we're telling 18 and 22 year old kids to travel across the country to play on the ESPN Wednesday night at seven o'clock. So yeah, that's, uh, that's what it's about. Well, that's exactly what it's about. Duh. Yeah. Well, let's get into let's get into college football. It's the last month. Uh, uh, well, it's November. Almost said October. Oh, I hate saying that. It's it November. Me... Yeah, it's November. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got that text this morning, and it was like, yeah, this is you know we're in the final five weeks, final month of college football, and I was like. I would like to report a murder. I was like, someone just killed the vibes in the group message. I was yeah. like, are you? I was like, oh, so that's a that's a nasty feeling. Ooh. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like, you know, this is the time of the year. November, you know, that's where statements are made. That's where serious teams play, you know, conference opponents. And there's really good matchups. Um, Cowboy, who's Auburn playing this week? <laughs> Oh, I, Sweeney bit. Uh, this is when teams show who they are. Uh, <laughs> no, it, no uh, we are facing, we have a string of uh, tough conference opponents that actually started last week. Uh, but this week we go to Vanderbilt, uh, the revered Commodores. Um, you know, they, they're a tough school with boats. And mm-hmm. uh, next week we play Arkansas because feral wild hogs are deadly. Uh, yeah. Last week we played Mississippi State, who is okay. just you don't want to mess with some angry bulldogs. Um, so this three game stretch of conference games might be the hardest Auburn's played all year because I don't know that you can say much about Texas A and M, Georgia, or LSU. But uh, that's fair. Yeah, no, this stretch is tough. <laughs> it's it's some would say the the toughest that that's out there. <laughs> I, yeah, so we have, you have just, four of the five bottom teams in the SEC just putting, seeing who can put the most rocks in their pillowcase, having a pillow fight uh, is what it is. But so there's one more after the Arkansas game. That's a real tough one. Oh yeah, the SEC and it's uh, renowned uh, second to last week of the year where everyone plays Cupcake State. Yeah, I think it's New Mexico been, State. Oh, yeah, everyone plays. Uh, I mean, just look at every SEC team that week. You're right. You're right. I think I think the only outlier on that might be Georgia because they played Georgia Tech to end the year. So Which Georgia's is, final conference games that week. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's. I, I was trying to take a swipe, but kind of just backfired because that is true. That that's is true about the entire SEC. That's yeah. But it's weird though because it's like I don't know. You just get all this like okay, cool games, and all of a sudden just. I don't know. Dead in the water. Oh, yeah. The Big Ten and Pac-12 are firing in that week of, you know, rounding out conference play. And, you know, everyone else has big matchups in the SEC's like, okay, we're going to do our cute little senior day and our final, like, maybe it's parents weekend or, you know, there's another event on campus and we're playing Cupcake University uh, that we're paying a million dollars to come up here and hopefully we beat them by 70, like, yeah, and everyone else is like battling to the death to see who's going to be in the conference title. It's yeah, yeah. yeah Tennessee, that, Tennessee's got UConn this week. That that that's, week of uh, that's tough. Second to last week of the season. No, they got them this week. Tennessee's got oh, them this get week. A little bit early. Oh, this week. Yeah, that's right. That is this week. Sorry. Uh, yeah, some some of it's this week. Some of it's next week. No, that was a disrespectful comment to UConn. Uh, well, it's a basketball matchup, but it'd be pretty pretty good. 
I'd, I'd actually watch it that. Could be. Tennessee, UConn, and some sort of like, I don't know, Maui Classic. Oh, whew, sign me up for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're getting into college basketball season. Auburn has to last night. So. Yes, we are. Uh, the, by far and away, my worst gambling sport. I've looked at my splits of basically I'm I'm 500 all time on college football. I'm generally ahead on the NFL. Uh, I'm I'm ahead. Some ba- baseball the last two years I'm a little ahead on. Uh, hockey I'm overall ahead on, but college basketball. If you look at my all time on my action app, there is a significant dip starting mid February through the end of April or mid-April, whenever they wrap up the tournament. And it's yeah. it is so, a significant mine's interesting. Like, 60-unit drop yeah. <laughs> every year there. I'm actually all-time, which all-time is last season. Also, you're going to hate this, but I am going to reset my action app on December 1st again. You mean January 1st? No, I think I'm going to do December 1st. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's going to be, just... be my fiscal gamble in year. But I'm 82 oh, okay. and 83, 82 and 83 in college basketball, but I'm down 43 units. So it'll, mis- it'll be like that. Yeah. A lot of misjudgment. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. College basketball is fun. I think it's fun to watch. And I am horrible at gambling on it. So that's why this podcast ends uh, wrapped up and. Yeah, I don't talk about anything else. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. No, uh, but uh, talking about how, you know, the ending of college football playoff rankings came out uh, this week. I love And I, I bet you freaking do because you needed a national storyline mm-hmm. that Kirby could feed the boys and make them and, and, you know, do that junkyard dog bullshit of. You got to get revved up about something. See, they doubt you. They don't believe that you're the number one team. You are the back-to-back champions. And now no one believes in you. You've been a 45-point favorite in every game played. No one believes in you. Yep. Yeah. You, that That's, was a good impression. That was a really good impression of Curve yeah. Smart. I've been, living, I've been living down in southwest Georgia for too long. Yeah, that was a uh, that was impressive. Well, that was that was damn that's, good. But you know, that's exactly going to be the narrative. So Missouri probably saw those rankings come out this week, and they're like, "Ah, oh, shit." Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> like, it's gonna hurt. Like, oh man, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna sting. Um, my yeah. my big problem with it is they contradicted themselves within the first five teams because if they're going to say well it's resume we look at strength of schedule and resume so far that's what we're looking at where i guess that that's your only criteria ohio state won based on the wins but having not having washington higher because washington by their own rankings has a win over the number six team yeah they beat Oregon. So why is Washington not ahead of Florida State? Why is Washington not ahead of Michigan? So at some point, you're you're weighing the eye test of Washington's look for the last two weeks. And if they played Oregon again tomorrow, I would still take I'd take Oregon every time in that matchup. I also think the Washington win is kind of maybe not fraudulent over Oregon, but if that game's played neutral field or not, then I would take 
I would I would lay even more with Oregon, but uh, they kind of contradict themselves right off the bat there. And I yeah. also hate how it sets up, and I'll let you give your spiel from the Georgia perspective, but I hate how it sets up. Now the precedent is Ohio State's won, so if everyone keeps winning and they don't look too, too, they can keep them at one, and it sets up a narrative where, well, if number one loses, you know, to number three, Michigan, well, you can make Michigan number one, but Ohio State should only fall to three or four. And even though as an eye test, Ohio State's really five, six, or seven, the same team, regardless of the number next to them, but now they would be number four getting into the playoff, even though they would lose them. That's, that I, I hate how the narrative sets up. Okay, I'm I'm done for right now. Did yeah. you say something egregious and I have to chime in? That was a lot. No, I agree with you. I think I think the I looked at Washington, the other Washington teams that they play. I mean, it's really just Oregon. Yeah. So I could see that they're behind a Florida State, which I mean Florida State, their wins at the beginning of the season significant as the season's played out it's kind of been, yeah that Clemson win doesn't look as good the LSU win is okay um I don't know it, so that one's kind of weird that could be either or I think they were being political <laughs> keeping Georgia and Michigan because they neither have played anybody it's just been like yeah th- that could be flip-flop but Ohio State I mean they won they beat Penn State, which Penn State's a good football team. They beat Notre Dame in Notre Dame, which ah, you know, that was kind of a should they have should they have won that game? Which that they don't, they I don't think they look at that. They just look at the fact that they won on well, the road. A, a good team executed when it was you know the tight booty hole moment, and the other team didn't. The other team got anxious and fell over themselves and forgot how to defense. So, I mean, you can look at clutch factor, I guess, if you want to there. I mean, that's eye test. Yeah. Uh, whatever curious. they want to call it. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. So from my perspective, Georgia's not going to – I mean, I expect us to go undefeated. But what's in it, what, what's going to happen if – yeah, I, I expect it. I mean, the rest of the season, Tennessee and Nealon, I don't know. Tennessee's been very wishy-washy, but – I think our biggest test is this weekend against Missouri, and I'm still not really that worried. Go ahead and cut that, clip that for uh, Saturday night. But uh, if Georgia, here's a scenario where I, I get confused, or I, I would be confused. Georgia loses in the SEC title game, so we're 12 and one. How how would we match up against, let's say, a one loss Washington and a one loss Florida State? Uh, our one loss Washington is one loss Washington a conference champion. No, they also lost in the conference championship. Who'd they lose to? Oregon. One loss Oregon. So one loss Oregon is in. In this world you've created, one loss Oregon is in. One loss Florida State. Did they lose in the conference title game? I don't know. I gotta look at their schedule. I gotta look at their schedule. I don't know. I'm just. I guess in general, because we could get into that. That would take forever. But because I think the the multiplier would be 
losing who's in the, the title game. Who's a conference yeah. champion? Yeah, and then what about Texas? Like, what if Texas runs the runs the table and they're a one loss conference champion, but they, yeah, you know, don't it, don't forget about Texas. Uh, yeah, it just and then Alabama. You know, assuming Alabama Georgia loses, we're going to lose to them. You know, they're in. I don't know. You just get where you have seven teams with maybe potentially one loss, and you're like, okay, we get. And I know they've dealt with this before, but I'm nervous Georgia's going to get left out this year if they lose because they lost in the. Uh, title game SEC championship uh, two years ago, and they still got in. I think this year would be different. I think we'd get le- I think we'd get left out. I think with Georgia looking a little more pedestrian at times this year, yeah, maybe that's the case. I would be very interested if you're looking at, let's say, okay, I, I need you need we need a little more context to have this conversation. So let's say it's. Um, one loss Ohio State. They lose to Michigan. Michigan didn't even play in the the championship game. Yet. Defeated Michigan at number one. Uh, you have one loss Georgia, who was number two team, who's now lost non conference champion. You have one loss Ohio State, non conference champion. One loss Washington, not a conference champion. One loss Oregon, conference champion. One loss Florida State. Conference champion, one loss Alabama, conference champion. Right, Alabama is a one loss this year, right? Yeah, they're a one loss. Yeah. Yeah. So hypothetically, they could be a one loss conference champion from the SEC. In that world, I think Georgia gets left out. Yeah. Uh, yeah if you're taking because, okay, so we you would need a one loss Texas, I think. Um, Let's say, but let's say the pack. Let's say the Big Twelve beats the hell out of themselves, and they have a two-loss conference champion, which could be could the schedule that would be plausible. I think uh, in that world, so you have Michigan, and you got three slots. So give you one loss, Oregon, one loss, Florida State. Both are conference champions. You're down to two loss, Texas, one loss, Georgia. One lost Bama. Yeah, it gets too much. How about I this? think I think in that scenario, yeah, Georgia gets left out. I think Bama yeah. slides. Bottom line, left. as a, from my perspective as a Georgia fan, I'm worried about getting left out if we don't win the SEC title game. I'm not really worried about losing. Okay, this way, you would be better off losing in Neyland and winning in Atlanta for the oh, playoffs. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that's. And it's true. The the earlier you lose, the better off yeah. you typically are. Yeah. So if you you would be, be you'd be better off losing at home to Ole Miss than you would be losing in Atlanta. I, I always forget about that pesky Ole Miss game. <laughs> yeah, up. that could be problematic. I don't. Lane does this thing where he kind of craps his pants in big moments, especially on the road, though. So I don't. I wouldn't be super concerned. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm glad we finally got some official college football playoff rankings. I think the um. It's so. It's so funny that whole uh the ranking show. Mm-hmm. Is it's kind of. I don't know how you feel about it. I think it's so goofy. It's like it the is. most. It's like it just is. release them on Sunday, like you do the AP poll. Like I don't need yeah. a whole show. Just send me an up a notification, a push notification. 
and let me be. I don't need a whole so, ceremony. <laughs> so what team? So I'm looking at the rankings now. Um, and I, I've got the extended list, not just the top ones I had written down. Um, I'm trying to see which team, who's the furthest back that could legitimately make a run. And I think it's Penn State at seven and one. They need. Uh, I mean, they, they need to beat Michigan, and they yeah. need some chaos to happen. But I think they're the one. I think them at eleven is probably the furthest down because Mississippi. Well, okay, I can't. I guess I can't say that because Penn State and Mississippi both need the same thing. Ole Miss yeah. and Penn need the same thing. Of the team that we lost, who needs to lose one more time. Yeah. But then we can control our own destiny. But I believe more in Penn State to do that. Uh, I mean, technically Louisville, they're seven one. Uh, I guess you could say. Yeah, Louisville. I mean, they're certainly a threat. If they went State. out, yeah, if they went out and win the ACC, they're maybe. Eight. But I don't know. Their 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 schedule's pretty weak. Well, if they went out and beat Florida State in the ACC title game, there's your. One loss conference champions, one loss non con. Uh, but their 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 loss though is is the two and four pit. And like I don't know, that just is so gross looking to me. Like ah or it was two and four. It, it's know. gross looking, but if they go and win again, if they beat, you know, a number three Florida State on a neutral field, you don't also, really have a choice. They gotta in. get past yeah, they gotta get past Kentucky too. I don't know about them. I don't think I think they'll slip up. Um, they're probably going to screw themselves at one point. Do you think there's a path for any of the two lost teams? No. I mean, there's yes. too many undefeated and one lost teams. You have, at this point in the season, there's 13 teams that are undefeated or have one loss. Like, that, there's just need a lot of carnage. Yeah, it would just need to eat itself up. There would need to be no undefeated teams left. And I don't know. I can make a case for LSU. If they beat Bama, if Ole Miss loses again, LSU wins out, and they beat Georgia. I can see, yeah. You can make a case, but again, everyone with two losses needs carnage to happen. Uh, yeah, that's that's the issue. Um, yeah. yeah, I just – I'm glad I have something to work off of now. But yeah, the what I don't like Ohio State being one because in no world do I give even you can you can scream criteria of resume strength of schedule all day long. I mean that's cute and well and all, but uh, who in their right mind still would think? But Ohio State's number one. Like if you're just gonna give me an arbitrary you know grading system and you're gonna set you're gonna tune it to how you want and then just stick to it with no flexibility. That's literally the BCS. Yeah. You're going to say, well, the numbers are the numbers because here's what they beat on strength of schedule alone. Okay, thanks for giving me your BCS score, but, like, what's your actual ranking? No one in their right mind, I don't think, looks at these top those top four teams and says, yep, Ohio State's the best one to lie. I would – okay, so fun game. Who would you favor on a neutral site? Like, I think the favorite would be Ohio State or Georgia. On a neutral site? Neutral site. Ohio State. Okay. I, I don't agree with that. I still would really? have Georgia by two and a half. Yeah. I would have I would have Ohio State by two. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm taking with no with, with no Brock Bowers and Carson Beck. Just, I mean, he's been playing. He's played well, but Carson it, Beck has a better. He, statistically speaking, he's a better quarterback than Stetson. Okay, I'll, he's I'll just, just not doing the run around, you know, cool ass mailman shtick. But I, I would say just because we don't have he's Brock like Bowers, a more sober. He's just a more sober Stetson. I don't know. Tell you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Tease and peace. Uh, Michigan or Ohio State? Who do you favor in a neutral field? Does my Does Michigan have the game plan? Do, do they have Connor Stallion? He's probably wearing his shades and hat somewhere in the stadium. Mm, I would still give it to Ohio State. If Dave Portnoy can sneak into a Super Bowl, Connor Stallion can sneak into any game. That's true. I actually looked up the BCS. Uh, they still do. You know, they, they're still a website, Fan Nation. Yeah, they still well, send it out. They do the – I think it's, it's Sports Illustrated. Yeah, they, they yeah. have the formula. They plug it in. Yeah. So what, is the, what is State, the actual BCS day? Yeah, it's Ohio State 1, Michigan 2. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Georgia 3. Great great job, committee. Yeah. You <laughs> talk, talk to me about your eye test and you guys watch the games and break down the numbers. Tell me again. Does Condoleezza Rice – is she still on the board? Is she still a member of the freaking – I don't know. But I thought she was coaching the Browns. Um, I thought she was too. <laughs> she's yeah. probably screwing something up somewhere. Well, let's uh, – let's, uh, yeah, screwing up some Middle East policies. Um, yeah. Yeah, something like she's that. She's probably sitting next to Tuberville in Congress right now. Yeah, just something silly. All right, let's move Ooh, on. We've, sorry. We've, oh. Let me go ahead oh. and cut the political talk off. Um, yeah. One uh, last thing apologies. before – one last thing before our picks, uh, percentages, 70%. You know, I had a good college football uh, Saturday. but You my, were flirting with it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you were flirting with 70%. Yeah, I really was. And then NFL hit me again like a freaking ton of bricks. So, yeah. But I will tell you what I'm doing in November. November is my favorite gambling month because you've got college basketball starting up where there's basically something to gamble on starting at noon. Up until like eleven thirty, it's on the West Coast. So I'm doing five bets a day for the whole month of November, at minimum, minimum. Because obviously weekends I'm gonna have more, but weekdays I'm doing five bets a day. All right, I'll ride with that. I'll see how yeah. we go. I'll Just see five how we, bets. How it goes? Just yeah, it could be anything. Like tonight, I've got a hockey play. I've got an NBA play. I've got uh, two college footballs. I think I have three college footballs. Uh, let's see. What do I, I don't even know what I got. There is the football tonight. I guess we can oh. roll this into picks. Um, yeah, NFL. Uh, yeah, I've got an, I got obviously the NFL play, hockey, two college football, and then Toronto. I don't know that I have an NFL play. Hold on, I'm pulling my app, my Apple app. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Oof. I got the under. I like the under, under thirty-seven. I think I love the under. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna put three units behind this bad boy. Uh, the other thing, Pitt got to cover at some point at home, right? Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's got to cover at some point at home. Uh, what's their ATS this year at home? Are they under, are they not? They just haven't covered anything. Every time I've picked them, I've been wrong this year. Oh. I mean, they're playing all right. They, uh, I didn't take them. I don't think I touched last week. Yeah, 
I don't know. I might actually, I might flirt with, is this a Will Levis welcome to the NFL game? I think it is. That's my thoughts. It's like, oh, he played pretty decent against the. I'm not taking this. I'm just taking the under. Taking the under. Yeah. Just taking the under. 20 to 17 is, uh, that would be a push. That would be a kissing your sister type push there. Would hate that. Um, Okay. What else? What college games tonight? What do you have? I've got Duke. Minus six and a half at home. They got Wake Forest. That line, according to um, Pro, (laughs) according to some um, statistics, statistics, that line should be like 13 points. They should be favored by 13. It opened at 12 and a half. Yeah, it's down to six and a half. Yep, I'm going to re-bet it. Um, I don't know. Yep, Yep. nope, you're right. Uh, Okay, I also have Duke tonight. Okay, uh, TCU plus 120 at our just failed experiment of Texas Tech, who is three and five. They were supposed to win the damn Big 12. What the? Yeah, well, you get a couple quarterback injuries, and uh, uh, that was a that was such a goofy. Yeah, it's, that's I mean, what happens when you try to get cute, man. Uh, they're they're playing know, at TCU's, AT&T Stadium. TCU's one and two on the road. Their own one is an underdog. In this spot, uh, Texas Tech is two and two at home as a home favorite here. I don't, um, wait, you said the game's where it's in, it's at ATT Stadium. It's in, uh, no, is it? Uh, I'll let you catch on to this. Hold on, go ahead, continue. Jones ATT Stadium in Lubbock, yeah, that's yeah, you know, he has his name on everything. What the hell? So they yeah, have another AT&T stadium. I saw where you were going, and I was like, hold on, finish the thought. Finish the thought. So there's another AT&T stadium in, in Texas. That's, yeah, has... it's in Lubbock. It's, it's Lubbock. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, yeah, I got not, to see you. Not confusing at all. Not. Uh, at yeah, that's, a, that's interesting. That's uh, my other two picks... I just have Texas Tech. Sorry. I have Texas that's Tech. fine. I, it's, I mean, it's it's pretty much a It's a one-unit Thursday night college football play. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, other one, hockey play. I've got the uh, Winnipeg Jets at the Vegas Knights. Um, don't really have a. Uh, <laughs> you don't have a breakdown and analysis of why you like that. It's just a. Is it a feel? Well, the Jets used to be the Thrashers, and I'm a hometown kid, so go Jets. Well, 33% of the picks with 79% of the money are on the, the Jets, so. Yeah. Uh, last one, I've got uh, the Raptors, Toronto Raptors plus eight. At Philly, I don't know. A lot of turmoil. And, yeah, uh, so, I do know that about the basketball. That's that's yeah. true. There is a lot of turmoil in Philadelphia. That's just a narrow. That's a like a. Is there turmoil in Philadelphia? Yeah, probably. What sport are you talking about? All of them. All of them. All, all every every single one. <laughs> Except football. I mean, they you know. Yeah, they figured something out on football. Also, I didn't know that uh, Dennis Schroeder played for the Raptors. Um, let's get into our picks for the weekend, though, because we're going to be – this will come out after these games are already over. So these, That's fine. People can laugh at how bad we were. Yeah, um, it's, uh, they can just replay it. I'll let okay. you go ahead. You you hit me with it. You, go, right, you 10, do your thing. Yeah, I got 10 plays uh, on Saturday. Uh, I'll run through them. They are system plays, so you're going to want to take these. I did very well with these last week. If you want to actually make money, take them. Um, you can't wait to start these. Okay. Or, yeah, or you could fade them and just also, I don't know. It depends. 
depends on how the system's feeling. All right, we're going to start. <laughs> um, some of these money lines I need to correct because they're not. I just clicked on them on the action. But I got Boston College money line at Syracuse. Um, like I said, it's a system play. Should probably write down the systems. You probably should, but I like I like Boston College in this spot. Yeah. Um. Next one, I've got A and M. They're not going to get that. When you get a your system, not to cut you off, your system is essentially on a. You get a small road dog in a conference matchup late in the year. That's yeah. essentially the formula. Um. Yeah, especially against a struggling Q's team. It's four and four. Uh, are they going to fire their coach? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll take take Boston College uh, money line. Yeah, I like that. Continue. I'm sorry. I think it's small visiting dog is what it is. I don't know what that means. I, I basically just explained it to you, but it's okay. <laughs> what Cowboy said. Uh, my next one, same situation, Texas A&M money line at Ole Miss. I actually look at this as Ole Miss's uh, look ahead to Georgia next week. As Cowboy would say, um, I just see Lane just fiddling around. And I don't think Jimbo's going to get fired this season. We were wrong. Uh, if he wins this, they go to six and three. They definitely have a path to eight and four. Um, yeah, they do. <laughs> that's, the, like a, that's the screwed up part. They and that's kind of do. annoying as Jimbo haters. But, you know. You mean it? That's infl- that is like the definition of inflation era Kevin Sumlin. Is yeah. find your way by crawling into eight and four in the mm-hmm. most unimpressive fashion, but you can't fire a guy at eight and four. They're gonna try to, but like, yeah. oh my god, that is I, yeah. I you're think right. they'll they'll stub their toe against LSU at the end of the year, but they'll. I mean, they've got uh, they've got some no name ACU. Was that Arlington yeah. Christian School? What the hell is yeah. that? <laughs> Arlington Christian University, yes. Okay, got it, got it. Um, okay, so yeah, Texas A&M plus 130. Uh, next mm-hmm. one, I've got Ohio State minus 18 and a half at Rutgers. Rutgers, sneaky good this year. They're 6-2. and two. They're going bowling. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> yeah, I, I still like um, I still like Ohio State here. Just remember that game is on CBS. Don't like that. Big 10 on CBS should not be a thing, but, you know. Probably. Whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Next one I've got is and this one. I feel like they should be favored, but maybe because they're on the road. I've got Georgia Tech plus this is money line plus one hundred five at Virginia. Yeah, so that scares me. That feels trappy to me. Like Tech should be favored. No, like who? Why? Why is Virginia favored? Why are they a favor? What? What have they done to ever earn being a? favorite this year yeah they held well both teams beat unc so it's kind of the battle of which lol north carolina again i don't know we really talked about that yeah um i don't know i'm gonna ride with georgia tech it makes it uh, i I don't know it just virginia still sucks like i they just i don't know i think they've got some fluky wins so i'll take i'll take uh tech as a road dog there um, I'll ride with you. I'll ride with you on that. The next one, I don't really like this one. If it's a system play, I might actually take this out. It's a freaking Arizona State at Utah plus eleven. I hate that Utah. Uh, I oh, that's that's a sharp play. I feel that's a very sharp type play. 
Yeah, you're kind of fading the fact of Utah just got their soul ripped out last week by Oregon, and they kind of are what they are. They're not going to be too explosive on offense, I don't think. Arizona State's still a scrappy play. Um, They are chaotic as hell Uh, on offense. I just... Well, I don't like I don't like a chaos team going on the road in, in a environment like that. I'm I'm not gonna play it, but I feel like that's a sneaky, very sharp like uh, that's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't love it, but I'm just gonna ride with it. Uh, the other one is a uh, I think it's the first windy under I've taken. Uh, we got a windy under UTSA at. Uh, North Texas, under 71. <laughs> it's like, I don't a lot know. Of points. That's a lot of points, so, yeah. Um, it is a windy Ooh. under. Next one, I've got Florida State, minus 21 and a half at Pitt. I mean, Pitt's, I don't know. I feel like Florida State's kind of trying to show out, prove they're, they're worth what they were given. Maybe drop the hammer on a lowly Pitt team. On the road, I don't know. So Florida State, I don't want them to do the traditional thing of like get really conservative into the year, just play to conserve your spot, play to, you know, just don't lose. When you play to not lose, you lose. So I want Florida State to stay aggressive here in this spot. Um, I I don't see with like the leadership on the team, I don't see them, you know, letting up. I don't know that I. What's the what's the spread on that? Give it to me again. Twenty one and a half. Twenty one and a half. Yeah, off the football number of like. They yeah. Uh, that hook is you not. Know, I'll lay it. I'll lay it. Yeah. Okay. I'll lay it. What, who do they have next week though? And you, you uh, have Florida that State. Yeah, they've got. They got Miami at home. I'm staying away. Yeah, that makes me nervous too. <laughs> Staying away. Sorry. Okay. Staying away. Staying away. I'm just playing the system. Uh, okay. Next pick, I got BYU at West Virginia. We got a classic Big Twelve matchup uh, for yes, the ages. Classic. We got the from Mormons. Mountain range to mountain range. Yeah, from sea to shining sea. It's yeah. Across the Great Plains. Yeah. Yeah. Two five and three powerhouses. Matching up. Two fraudulent uh, five and three teams, may I add. Well, BYU certainly. West Virginia, no. But BYU, I think, is fraudulent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who do you have here? Uh, I got the fraudulent team. Uh, Damn BYU. It, BYU plus 13. What? Uh, well, it's not thought that they were. Yeah, okay. I see the approach here. It's a road streak. They're on a road trip. I'm, uh, I'm taking West Virginia. I'll lay them. All right. Sorry. That's a rivalry. Um, next one I've got. Need a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> this one's <laughs> this one's kind of funny. I've got Purdue plus 32 and a half at Michigan. So as far as we know, Con- Connor Staggins is he's in jail. So we don't have to worry about that. I don't think he's in jail. but uh, He's been locked up in the NCAA headquarters. Penitentiary? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of points, 32 and a half. 
I don't know. Michigan's got to play slow at some point at the end of the season. I don't think they could just put the, their foot on the gas and, and ride it all the way when out. When do they play? Do they play Penn State next week? Um, let's see. Michigan. Yes. So they play Penn State, uh, okay, Maryland, yeah. Ohio State. You can, yeah. Okay. Give me the points with Purdue then. Okay. Yeah. Look ahead. Okay. Yeah. I see proof of concept here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of look ahead there. I mean, you got two – the next three weeks, you got two really important matchups. Um, Yeah, Purdue plus 32.5. Last pick I've got Boise State money line, just plus 120. At a pretty good Fresno State. Um, yeah, I don't really know why. <laughs> ton of money, 96% that's, of that's money. That's sharp. I mean, yeah, again, what's – What's the spread on that though? The spread is two and a half. Yeah, so there's no value in doing. It. I would say just uh, take the money line. Uh, I'm not gonna bet it. I don't have a feel for either of those teams really. Um, they're just. I feel like they just that conference is kind of round robins themselves. The future like Pac-12 kind of this year. Yeah. The. They're going to add two mediocre programs uh, from the Pac-12 and all become Pac-12 schools because that's, that's how, how it's how it works. Yeah. Well, that was it. I'll do NFL. I mean, if you want to follow an action app. One, NFL, one I don't, NFL I've, I've stopped doing until because those lines don't move too much anyway. But if they do move, it's typically in Mondays. Yeah, and the whole questionable thing. I the last time I did that is when I bet on the Browns and Deshaun Watson decided he wasn't playing that day and they got steamrolled. So that was kind of mm-hmm. annoying. So yeah, I'm also yeah. not doing that. And yeah, I don't follow man. injury reports on college as much as you do, just because there's so much more volume, but I can at least keep up with the NFL and I'm gonna wait till Sunday. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I remember to do your your uh picks for the pool. So, oh, I already did them a Tuesday at three thirty-six. I haven't done them yet. I'm gonna do them tomorrow. Um, all right, action app is being glitchy. I don't want. This is a great time for it to glitch. Um, you mean to send him an email? He sent him another email. Okay, I have Boston College money line on the road at Syracuse. We talked about that. I have Colorado State under forty-one and a half. Uh, they're at Wyoming. In that game, that is a windy under. Clemson plus three at home against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's good for one more oopsies. I think Clemson is, you know what? They may not be completely dead yet. I, I still like you have to respect having to go on the road to them. You still have to respect it, even though what the record is what it is. Uh, Clemson, Clemson people are just as much of a cult as really is Auburn people when their team is average. So uh, I still think that could be a difficult, difficult game for Notre Dame uh, to walk into. That could really save a save a season for Dabo uh, as far as, you know, storylines. Texas A&M, I'm taking them plus three on the road at Ole Miss. Uh, I'm waiting for Lane to lay the egg. It normally happens about now. Uh, Tennessee, we're laying the points. They're hosting UConn this week. We're laying the 35 and a half. Florida, I'm laying the six. They're hosting a dead Arkansas team this week. Um, I think it could be a sluggish game. You may look at the under as well, but I'm on Florida for sure uh, to take care of Arkansas at home. 
Uh, I'm laying the points with Texas. Uh, Texas is hosting Kansas State. Uh, I'm laying the four and a half with Texas. I know backup quarterback. Uh, this will be his really third game, second start. Uh, I think they start to probably open it up a little bit. They had a really good game plan last week. The defense is stepping up. Uh, Kansas State going on the road here, not a great spot. Uh, I'll lay in with Texas. Uh, Nebraska, Michigan State, under 34 and a half. It's Nebraska, Michigan State. 34 and a half? Yeah, it's Nebraska, Michigan State. Under. Uh, then hmm. I have Wisconsin and Indiana. It's under? Wisconsin, Indiana, under 45. It's, I mean, it's Big Ten November football. I, I don't, it's I can't Big Ten cold ass November football. And I would venture, and I haven't looked completely at the weather, but they've had snow this week. Um, it's going to be a little bit warmer for the snow weather, but it's still going to be cold Big Ten football. Uh, you're going to get a little bit of a wind up there. I like, I'm not going to overthink it. Yeah, I under, just under. Uh, Georgia Tech plus 110 on the road at Virginia. We just talked about that. Uh, I am going to take Arizona State plus 11 and a half at Utah. That is like a weird sharp play of, is Utah dead? Probably. Maybe. No, what's going to suck is, we're. I feel like we're getting baited here. Oh, we're 100% getting baited. I, every time, I'm pretty sure I'm 0 for betting. In a, in, when Utah plays, depending on whether I bet for them or against them, I lose. So I, 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 it's like fool me once, fool me 18 times. I'm an idiot. But just, just throw a our, shoe at me in the next podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, wait, just, how many obscure political references can we make in a podcast? Uh, the limit does not exist. We're at half a dozen right now. Oh, actually, uh, I can tell you how many. A Brazilian. <laughs> FAU UAB over 60. Uh, UAB to win as well at home. Uh, let's put up some points in Birmingham. Uh, I have Georgia State plus the five and a half at home against JMU. JMU undefeated going into Atlanta. Uh, I think State could keep this competitive. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing some sharp action on this one too. Uh, neutral field, I think JMU handles them and then some, but I think this could get a little sneaky in Atlanta. Um, I have Oklahoma laying the six in Bedlam. We didn't really talk about Bedlam. Uh, it's two o'clock Bedlam. in the afternoon. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Bedlam? Yeah. Third game. Oh, well, it's it's in the daytime. Arizona State, Utah's two o'clock. So like eleven o'clock? No, time zones. We got hey, we got no, daylight savings. That's Sunday. Well, that's you, Anyhow, Arizona. Uh, I have. Uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm done. I'm not going to talk about time zones. Right yeah, now. where you got me in a tailspin there, cuz uh, Oklahoma laying the six over 62 and a half from Bedlam. Uh, yeah, I expect this to be a uh, a, a shootout. I think this is going to be a you know the last time they're playing uh, Bedlam as conference opponents. Oklahoma State's not going to forget that, but it feels a little too. The public likes Oklahoma State a little too well for me. Anytime the public rallies on one side of a rivalry, I'm typically going to take the other side because no, I would say going into the year, Oklahoma laying the six, really four weeks ago, Oklahoma laying six was going to be a square play. 
And now everyone's like, well, Oklahoma State's back from the dead. Oklahoma State could very easily win this. Then, then, so everyone wants to rally Oklahoma State. I'm going to slide to Oklahoma. Yeah. What's the spread uh, on that? Six. Get six. Mm, yeah, I like Oklahoma there. Yeah, I'll I'll lay the six with Oklahoma. I think if you would have surveyed the, everyone three weeks ago, this would have probably been closer to eight and a half or nine. Hmm. I think just based on where the number's falling, uh, I'm I'm on a key number of laying six. I'm on a key number of over sixty-two and a half. I will land there just on that side of the key numbers. Uh, Iowa laying the five at Northwestern. Um, they're basically back, right? Like that offense is going to put up us probably 16 points now. How um, shocking is that the Northwestern has won as many games as they have? It's it's not shocking, or it is shocking, I should say. It's shocking, and it's uh, it's shocking that this is only a five point spread, um, with a total of 30 and a half. And I'm going to lay the five with such a low total. Like that's got to be. There's got to be a gambling law against that, right? Like, don't take a team to cover if the spread is below these these numbers. But I get sharp action on Iowa here. I mean, it, literally, if they win thirteen to thirteen to three, it counts. Um, I've got about ten minutes of battery life left on my computer, so let's wrap, wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna speed through this. Uh, Georgia Southern laying the two, Iowa State laying two and a half, West Virginia laying thirteen and a half. USC plus three and a half at Washington. Oopsie spot for Washington. They've been leaking oil. Uh, Mississippi State plus three and a half at home against Kentucky. Purdue plus sorry, two and a half. LSU plus three. Uh, and, you know, I think LSU can go tip for tat with Bama, Bama's offense. Um, running quarterback will give Bama some problems, even though that game's in Tuscaloosa. NC State plus the four against Miami. Look ahead spot. Colorado plus 13 and a half uh, redemption for the stolen chains last weekend over 63 because what the hell is the defense? Haven't seen one of those in Bowler. So that rounds out my picks. Uh, oh, I have Auburn. Auburn uh, late in 12 and a half at Vandy. And I think I said Georgia Southern late in the two. So, yeah. Um, Auburn's 12 and a half? 12 and a half at Vandy. Uh, there's going to be 28,000 28, fans there. And I would venture a guess at 20,000 in the crown door. Probably be Auburn folks. So. I would say twenty five thousand. <laughs> well, that stadium when Georgia played there was con- entirely red. So yeah. good for you guys. Um, but yeah, my computer's about to die. That's all I've got though, Dan. That's yeah. that's all I got. That was beautiful. That was beautiful, cowboy. All right. Yep. Well, follow us on the Action app if you want to keep up with us. We did very well with college football last week, so that means fade us this week. And uh, yeah, that's uh, what, a good what's show. your Action app handle? Give me your Action app handle. El Casero. My- there you go. El Casero. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. I do have mine a funny is, story about Mine that, is though. Nick underscore V1795. So. Mine's my full government name, actually, with a seven at the end of it. So just if you if you really want to Just find me, mine and then look at who I'm following. How there about you that? go. Just, yeah, just do that. Um, one last thing about the Action App. I did email them. They did respond pretty quick, and they did reset and fix all my stuff. Um, they asked for the handle though, and I actually typed in El Casero. That's not my handle, that's my name. They were able to pull up the email address, obviously, but kind of a derpy moment. I'm not um, El I'm not El Casero, which means landlord in Spanish. Good job, man. 
Well, yeah. let's go 70%. Let's do the thing. Let's do it. All right. We'll see everyone next week. Toodaloo. Time is precious, I look at my cardio yeah, out of control. Just like my mind where I'm going, the women, the shorties, know nothing about clothes. No stopping at my Pirelli's on. Unlike my jewelry, that's always on. I know the storm is coming, my pockets keep telling me it's gonna shower. Call up my homies, it's on and popping the night, cause it's meant to be ours.